0: What's going on and welcome back to another episode of FilmFit, where we sit down and talk with other creatives and creators, talking about their processes and experiences. So today I'm joined with Zach or William Bethel, and uh, we're just going to be talking about his processes and his experience. What's going on, Zach?
1: What's up, guys? In the professional world, I'm William, but, um, you know, if you're my friend or somebody that I know, you just call me Zach.
0: The homies call him Zach for sure. <laughs> yeah, so- we got family yeah family my name is Dom that one wasn't good (laughs) Uh, see if I edited these I'd put in a laugh track but I don't so nope I could you could be onto something there I could be so no I I I wanted to sit down with you and uh Zach Zach here is is a friend of mine a creative friend of mine that I actually didn't know was a creative friend I knew he did art and whatever or whatever you know as a side hobby but i never knew he was into like making films and whatever and then i found out some of his his stories so. my hidden passions his, his hidden talents yeah yeah so zach zach tell me how and what kind of got you into art art
1: honestly what got me into art was probably when i was a kid i know it always starts with when when i was a kid but honestly, I just love drawing. Um, I think the passion really started and grew a lot with seeing other people draw. There was just some fascination with, you know, asking my mom or my dad who weren't really great drawers. Like my mom is not a good drawer. I'll, you know, I can see that now, but as a kid, you know, just watching her draw, you know, whatever I was obsessed with, you know, if I watched a dinosaur movie, I wanted her to draw dinosaurs. If I watched a horse movie, I wanted her to draw a horse and, you know, really seeing that and like watching it happen, like I would always remember thinking like why am I smiling like why is this so awesome you know and then um, it was just it just captivated me from the start so I began drawing and obviously I wasn't really good at first um, but it definitely beca- it definitely became a talent of mine to um, to really just create and like I had an eye for composition and then seeing my dad draw he was a bit better and he did a portrait of me one time and I just remember thinking like alright this is definitely what I want to pursue in life and As the time went on, you know, I realized that drawing was just the beginning of, like, that feeling for me. You know, it started with drawing, and that's how I got introduced with creating. And it wasn't necessarily drawing that I fell in love with. Or it was drawing that I fell in love with, but what I really didn't realize is, like, there's much more to... Just the idea of creating. The idea of creating than just drawing, and that's what really hooked me.
0: Nice. Yeah, I I... Creating as a whole, like, cause, like, I, I, I got into filmmaking before I got into any other form of art, but like, I always appreciated like graphic designing, always appreciated like paintings and all that kind of stuff, and like the expression of art as a whole, and uh, yeah, like that's that's just kind of what like kind of inspired me. But so I know you went to uh, CCAD, which is the Columbus College of Art and Design, right? Yes, sir. And you graduated with a film, nope you graduated with an illustration
1: major uh, w- yep i graduated with an illustration major so you're probably wondering why i'm on a film fit podcast when i graduated with an illustration major and that's kind of a story in and of itself but kind of going back to, to the fact that i you know i found a talent in drawing and that i was really good at that and i really craved you know that creative process um and i got satisfaction from that at the time so and i, I was really good at it and honestly i got a pretty good scholarship with it um it's it's, pretty, it's a pretty expensive school, but, you know, I got blessed with a pretty good scholarship. And as, as the time went on and the semesters, you know, came and went, you know, my passion for drawing kind of like it just wasn't enough. You know, I, I needed to find different creative outlets. So I started graphic designing, which was kind of not in my zone, but kind of, you know, like I created a pretty picture. Right. And it made people feel things and people told me I was good at it and that was enough for a while and then you know i was like well i want to create something that helps people because when you create a you know a pretty picture not a whole lot of people care especially in today's day and age whenever you know everything is so everything is so perfectly designed where if it's not you don't even give it the time of day and even Mm -hmm. when it is you might be for like a second oh that's cool and then keep scrolling um and i wanted to really help people you know like i didn't want them to just say that's cool so then i started you know helping people with branding. For their small businesses, and people would reach out to me for that, and I found a lot of fulfillment in that. Uh, but it still wasn't as potent of that feeling that I had when I was a kid of just I love creating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I graduated with an illustration major, um, but it wasn't till the last semester of college that I realized like I love film, mm. and
0: it was just a weird uh, what was for it? Me. Yeah, like what what was it that was like oh wow? Like I'm just super into film. Like was it a film that you watched, or you're like yes, I want to be doing that, or was it just like huh? There's a camera. I could do something with that.
1: Um. The aha moment for me was my senior year. Last semester, we basically had to come up with a senior project, and we only had one semester to do it. And it was, as, as an illustration major, you were expected to have a series of, you know, illustrations that, you know, had one general theme. And I just couldn't think of anything. I was like, I don't know, like... <laughs> The things that I'm interested in are kind of nerdy, like Lord of the Rings. And, like, it'd it'd be cool to sit and draw, like, a bunch of those things. What I was actually going to do, since my faith is so important to me, I was just going to paint scenes and miracles from the Bible because I have endless to choose from. And it'd be Mm -hmm. really cool to kind of, like, put my own spin on it. And I actually did one. And I was like, this is cool and all, but I just don't want to do this for an entire semester. So I went up to my, uh, you know, professor, and I'm like, hey, I want to do a film. And he's like, what? I was like, I want to do a film. Is that is that okay? And any other professor would have been like, No, you're an illustration major. This is what I'll accept. But he was like, Okay, cool. Like, what do you think? And then you know, that's kind of whenever I came up with the idea of Olivia, which is um, a short story that I wrote and um, was going to produce my final semester.
0: So with Olivia, right? Because that that's that's kind of the that's that's kind of what sparked our business partnership our, our <laughs> business partnership and friendship slash, oh yeah no 100 yeah because yeah, like we we had had conversations and my conversations i mean just like in passing so like the first time we sat down and like talked was when you were like hey i know you do film sometimes like you want to come help help me out and i was like yeah for sure and so like what what kept you because that was recently that wasn't in your senior year right right and so like what kept you from making it then versus? You know what i'm saying like yeah what, yeah what kept you from sure. making it your senior year
1: so obviously when i went up to my teacher and i was like hey i want to make this short film and to be honest i i i think the reason i love film um you know i'll just preface the answer to your question with i love things that move me um and once i began experiencing creativity in, in a way that moves me and mm-hmm. other people like emotionally. Mm-hmm. I really started, you know, to get satisfaction from it because I was growing a little bit old of it and growing tired of it because I just wasn't getting anything from it. So, I'm, I'm a, I am I'm, love watching films. I love watching movies, and I watch them not for the art of it. Okay. But I watch them more for, like, the creativity of it. And I guess they're kind of the same thing. I guess what I meant to say is, like, I don't watch it for the entertainment of it, I guess. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I watch it for the art of it, and I watch it for the... Um, like
0: so, to, the, to understand their process, the and meaning like, and the emotion yeah. behind it. You
1: know, like my wife loves rom coms and mm-hmm. I don't. That's yeah, like because the only there's genre, no meaning yeah, in it. It's just it's like it's the, literally it's, just entertainment. Exactly, yeah. and it's the only genre that I don't really like prescribe to. I guess so. Like for me, I. I, lo- I, I even love a good love story, you
0: know? Oh yeah. So because, give it, me some yeah. notebook, bro. <laughs> exactly. Sit me down on a Friday night, some popcorn, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, that yeah. rain scene. <laughs> you can't tell me that ain't getting you.
1: Exactly. Cause it moves me, you know? And, 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 uh, and one thing that, you know, I got a little glimpse of with illustration is it could move somebody if they were to sit and sit in front of it and look at it in a mm. gallery. And, and like knowing the backstory behind yeah. it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: But with film, it's, It kind of was like an aha moment for me because I'm like, wow, with film, not only do I get to make a pretty picture, but with 23 frames a second, I could make
0: a bunch of pretty pictures, thousands
1: upon thousands of pretty pictures in a, in a, in a sequence that really moves people. And I found it Mm -hmm. super easy, you know, with, you know, my limited editing skills to really leave a lasting impression on somebody. So to circle back to your original question, um, the reason i didn't do olivia in college was because it was just a big story it was a big mm-hmm. task i've never made any sort of film before i think until that moment i've done like uh my aunt wrote a book called shackles and it's a story about her life and how to you know break free of some of the chains that can hold you down um and you know she asked me hey can you do a quick trailer for my book so when i release it people will you know something and want to buy it so i was like yeah that sounds like fun and i had a blast it was so much fun mm-hmm. and you know looking back on it now it wasn't the best but you know it really got me introduced. Kickstarted almost It yeah. got me introduced to film so um i was like you know what i'm 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 gonna make a short story called olivia and long story short it was just a big project and i didn't want to put that much time and effort into a story mm-hmm. that I didn't have enough time or resources to make it how I wanted it. Cause I'm, cause I'm a, I'm a perfectionist unfortunately. Yep. So like when I make something or do something, I want it to be to the highest caliber and I just didn't feel mm-hmm. like, you know, a one semester really, you know, could do that for Could you. Could do that, and up until that point, I didn't know that because mm. film is a process. Oh my gosh, yeah, film is a year-long process for a 30-minute short film. Yeah, maybe if you have all the right pieces, all the right funding, and all the right people yep. involved.
0: I mean, just for just for and just in planning. I mean, we started planning in in January, mm-hmm. and we had almost weekly meetings, along with both of our own individual work, just to be able to film in May.
1: And that's not even including writing the script. No, like, that I yeah, had, you had already
0: had the story written basically yeah
1: so what I had before I met Ashton well we had met but, but mm. before I came to him with this project um, basically I had an entire story um, it needed reworked a little bit but for the most part I had the first and second possibly the third draft oh of yeah story. it was super flushed it was it was um, pretty flushed out yeah. when you when you brought it to me I even had a storyboard I did storyboards mm-hmm. I had it broken down into scenes I had literally everything I needed but i had never made a short film before and you know what i i'm actually pretty close friends with ashton's brother austin and one day it just hit me like i need help with this mm-hmm. i don't know who to go to and you know i saw some of your stuff you know i you know i i i, kn- I know that ashton's extremely talented with film and i saw some of I- some of his instagram posts and i asked austin i was like hey it w- would your brother be interested in helping me with this and he w- and he goes heck yeah he would love that so you know i texted him we sat down for coffee and he was in from the start and it was just beautiful how it came together but um yeah. it, it it really was like a perfect first experience for me oh
0: yeah no and and cuz that was it was what i enjoyed a lot about it was the idea of well hold on backtracking is what I really enjoy about filmmaking, right. And this is the piggybacking off of what you kind of said earlier was the idea again of like creating emotion and creating um, something that like can impact people, move people or, you know, share, share a story or, you know, like make them feel a certain way. And so like, and I had always loved that, that concept. And so kind of like finding, finding the theme of that is to, to, Like, the idea of everything, every single creator that you ever sit down with, every single person that you're like, oh, yes, you're definitely a creative of some type, is that they want to put out some form of content for the world. Very few people make content for themselves. Like, I've only made a few pieces that I'm like, wow, this one was for me. You know, like, I go take photos or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed that. I don't care what other people think. But nine times out of ten, you're doing it for, like, other people to be like, wow, you're a good artist or like, wow, I want to move other people. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, And that's like, that's something that hard, that's really hard to come to terms with, with me, especially because I don't want to like, I don't, for some reason I don't want to make things for other people. Like Mm. I want it to be for me, but it's not. And now I'm kind of okay with that because like, I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cliche, like, yeah. Would, would you do this if there was no one else alive? And like, no,
0: probably not. I mean, yeah. Like, I guess my passion is, is filmmaking, but like, I would only be able to film nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. I would only be able to film nothing, you're, no you're, emotion yeah. for you're, so long.
1: You're lying if you think that you'd be doing this and no one would get to see it. Like, a lot of it is hard work, but half of it for me is the payoff and watching uh-huh. how it affects other people because I'm in it. Because yeah. I would love to watch a film like that. Mm-hmm. I would love to be moved by a film like that. And to me, like. There's just something about the ending scene in a movie and mm-hmm. then the, the credits rolling and you're, and you're like, and like, wow. You just don't, you, you don't even mm-hmm. say anything, you know, like there's people who will stand up in a, in a movie theater
0: and clap yeah. or It's whatever, like, no, but, you're just <laughs> taken away by this amazing moment that but just for happened. for me,
1: I just sit down I'm like, wow, that was a good movie. Like, or I'm like, I just wasted an hour of my time. Yeah.
0: I, so, I mean, either way, either way you watch a movie or, or anything and you walk away feeling something, either absolute disgust or you were, like, you know, moved by, moved by a movie. I, I don't, I'm i not really in the business of making... I never want to make a piece, right? I never want to make a film that is just for the sheer entertainment. Like, if somebody ever asked me, like, oh, hey, can you come film this rom-com? I'm like, no, probably not. Like, because it's just not moving. And it's, it like, if I don't... If I'm not going to be moved by it, how on earth is it going to move somebody else? Like, I want to be moved while making it, you know?
1: That's that's a, that's a really good point, because a lot, of, a lot about filmmaking... Is there's dude? There's a ton of adversity because there's so much room for it. Like it is a mm-hmm. year long to maybe two year, three year process depending on your resources. Mm-hmm. And if you're not passionate about it, one hundred percent, you it'll grow old for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Like even if you are passionate about it, there are times where, and days where you wake up and you're like, I, I don't want to do this. And imagine that being every day. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh my oh, gosh. I hate the yeah. fact that I have to go film this rom com because uh-huh. I don't really like it or it's not my genre. I'm not passionate about it. Uh-huh. I've had to turn down so many people who are like, Hey, can you draw my dog? No. no. Why on earth would I want to draw your
0: freaking dog? <laughs> I don't want to draw your
1: dog. I mean, I could make money. It would probably be a good investment. This is true. Yeah. I, I'm, no.
0: I, yeah, I and I'm finding myself slowly but surely, and I kind of touched on this in the last episode, but like I'm slowly but surely finding myself like hating filming weddings in like all this kind of stuff because I'm not passionate about it. It's and lucrative. The, the only thing that I enjoy about filming a wedding is the fact that it, it's not the money. I care less about the money. Right. Like I make, I have a job, right? Like that's just extra money, if you will. But the only thing I enjoy about it is that I'm giving the couple something that like I'm capturing the beauty of their day. Yeah. Right. It's like that I enjoy because I'm walking away and like, then again, the satisfaction of them, they're like, yeah, like I enjoy this a ton. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Like that's, that's what I liked about it is giving them satisfaction. Yeah.
1: And even then it's just two people that really care about it at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I don't know. And it, oh yeah to each his own. I mean,
0: if if it didn't if it wasn't extremely lucrative, I wouldn't do it. For sure. Like if if I was getting if somebody was like, "Oh, yo, I'll give you 50 bucks. Can you f- come film mm-hmm. it?" If it wasn't a homie, no. No chance.
1: And that's totally like some people get that like they just really enjoy that. Like they if you told them in like, "Hey, make a story mm-hmm. and film it." They would they'd be like, oh, I just I don't want to do that. I would right. rather just capture the moment." Yeah, I would
0: rather like documentary filmmaking for. Yeah. They'd rather just film the moment, edit it, make them feel something because of that moment cuz creating a story is way harder than to me I think than documentary filmmaking. The only thing that's hard about documentary filmmaking or wedding or whatever is that it's um you have to get it first try. Yeah. And if you don't get it first try then you missed it. But that's the only hard part. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is I'm literally just trying to convey what's already happened. Exactly. With a story mm-hmm. with like Olivia or whatever like with yeah, with Olivia, I mean you had to convey fear out of nothing you had to create this idea of fear out of thin air yeah that to me is way more impressive than somebody just being like mm-hmm. oh here's here's what i did on tuesday
1: yeah for sure that's definitely like that's definitely something that i learned as well like as an illustration major i i found myself storytelling in in my college mm-hmm. you know and all my classes, they were like, "You're you can paint a pretty picture, but if there's no story in it, like, it's just a pretty picture." Nobody's gonna latch on to it. Exactly. It's like, just gonna be sold at yeah, Kohl's or something. Right, right. And like, I don't know. I, I never really wanted to be an illustrator to begin with. Like, I don't I don't want to like make hotel art for a living. Like, that's not really what I wanted to do. What I really enjoyed about it, what I found, is the storytelling a- aspect of it. So, what better medium to storytell than film? Oh, you know? dude
0: facts yeah and and I actually so I wanted to like write and direct and all that kind of stuff and that's like what I like when I was like eight I was like yeah I want to be the guy that makes that movie but then, like slowly but surely, I always found myself more interested in how it looked. Right? I was like more interested in saying like, "Wow! Like the acting is cool and this is cool, but like, wow, that's movement, a pretty shot. Like, or yeah. like, like, do you not understand what like that like that entire shot, if you will? Like, so the combination of movement, composition, your you know your depth of field, your framing, your lighting, like everything creates this one massive emotion without telling you." Right? It's like, you know, those, like, TikTok trends. It's like, tell me this without actually telling yeah. me this. It's literally that. It's like, tell me to be sad without actually telling me to exactly. be sad. And so, like, the, I, the actual art of saying, here's how I'm going to tell you to be sad without once mentioning the word sad or I'm crying or whatever. Like, I'm just going to convey emotion mm-hmm. through the movement of the scene. Yeah. Whatever that is.
1: And, you know, there's definitely something to that. There was this one thing I watched, and it was like, we – basically recolor graded a scary movie scene and put like a different music to it mm-hmm. and like it, it, it was this I, I think it was like the conjuring or some some scary movie that's like notoriously really scary right mm-hmm. and they basically recolor graded it to be a little bit more softer colors and they basically put the audio track over it but just switched the music behind it mm-hmm.
0: Instantly less scary.
1: Instantly, it, it was instantly hilarious. Like it yeah. was just laughable, you know. And um, I think that goes along with editing. Like, as an illustration major, wanting to get into film, I was not equipped with the right tool belt. I would say, like, I was equipped with basic understanding of you know art. I would say, like, I mm-hmm. understand composition. I understand lighting. I understand what makes a good picture. Um, but storytelling—that's just something I had to dig out of the dirt. I like—I watched a lot of film riot. I watched a lot of um, directors' cuts. I watched a mm. lot of people who like—I watched a lot of like, um, you know, crew breakdowns. I watched a lot of directors' breakdowns because, mm. and a lot of director photography's breakdowns because the idea of the same room, the same lighting, but just moving the camera down a little bit. Can affect, changes the entire emotion can, of the scene can yeah. affect the entire emotion of the scene. And like really studying that on my own because I, I draw my own storyboards. Um, they're not the greatest, but I draw my own storyboards um, and really understanding a lot of that and then bringing that to the director of photography and trusting them with, Hey, can you, can you get this? So it definitely revealed to me how passionate I was about filmmaking mm-hmm. because I was willing to spend any of my spare minutes doing it hours researching how to make this happen because i just loved it so much
0: yeah and and like the passion like and and, like again i said it i said it in the last in the last film you know like if you if you're a director and you're on any set right if you're if you're not passionate the rest of the crew is not going to be passionate the the rest of the team's not going to be passionate so like like, going back to a story that you want to make like yeah if it was a rom-com and you're not passionate about it not only are you, it's not like are not only you're not going to be passionate, but therefore the rest of the crew is not going to be passionate. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, the movie's going to suck. And so now you just look like a failure, just because not because you had lack of talent, but because there was no passion there. And so like, I I said it in the last one, like passion is contagious, right? So like if you're able to like wake up every morning and want to create then it's going to force everybody else around you to also be creative. And that's yeah. why I like surrounding yourself with yeah. other creative people and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just yeah.
1: I definitely think there's something to that because I'm I'm a sucker for a good speech. Mm-hmm. You know? Like mm-hmm. I, and I feel like if you have a creative bone in your body, it's so easy for you to listen to somebody who's passionate about something mm-hmm. and be on board without knowing anything about it. Yep. And I've noticed that with like people that come to me and and they're they're like, "Hey, man, these donuts, bro. Like, oh my gosh, bro. They're like, so I, I, good. they're so good that I just want to learn how to make them, and I need a, and I need you to, you know, help me do this. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's let's yes, do it. Yes, I will it. make you. And your I donuts. have no idea what I'm saying yes to, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm sold, I'm sold on the passion of it. And you know, that's actually kind of funny you say that, because um, that's something that like kind of just now all the times I've ever been so passionate about something mm-hmm. I don't really care about, but I'm just, I just got sucked in with the passion. Like it is contagious. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I really br- try to bring into Olivia. I watched a lot of YouTube videos. You can learn a lot through YouTube. YouTube you YouTube know, is the most educational. I learned, I learned more in YouTube um, in a few months than I feel like I did in four years of my college. Um, That'll preach. I mean, and I'm just saying like, you use the tools you have and if you, if you can't
0: afford college, Dude, YouTube? YouTube. Masterclass? $200 a year. Yeah. Like, if you can't like scrape together $200 for yeah. the whole year, psst, yes, please. Bro,
1: and I don't, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, hey, YouTube and Google should do like a, some sort of, you know, class mm-hmm. structure where it's like, if you've watched, you know, if you've watched 300 hours of, um, you know, this topic in filmmaking, you should receive like a certificate or something. Yes. So like, if you're just passionate about something, you'll just receive something in the mail saying, Hey, like, we've, we've noticed you've watched 45 hours of, you know, things that have to do with directing. So we're going to give you, you know, this little certificate that, like, you know, might actually do something for yeah. you in the real world. And they're actually doing that now, which is pretty cool. Are I, you serious? I've, I've seen a No freaking I way. I think it's Google though. I don't know if it's uh YouTube, um, but so like YouTube if you've searched it board. enough times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you've watched, you know, I mean, it would only have to be credible videos. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, Your video would have to pass, you know, some sort of standard Like, you'd have to get verified, if yeah. you will.
0: But, like, you know, not, like, blue check verified, but, so like, YouTube, go through a... So, YouTube,
1: if you're hearing this, hit me up. I got some ideas for you. Dude. But, um, definitely, YouTube helped me with my first film with Olivia because mm-hmm. that I heard and I watched a lot of videos about directors, like, if you have one... Rotten person in in the bunch. It, oh yeah, r- it destroys the entire you know morale and and group. So that was something that I really took upon myself. Like I woke up every morning a little early, even though I was tired. I think it was like mm-hmm. a five day shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have even been seven. I don't remember. Five. Yeah, it was a five day shoot, like sun up to sundown, even after sundown, because it was a night scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I just remember thinking, like, if I don't – if I'm not excited today, people are going to show up and they're not going to be. so. And that was something that you were really good too with. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the first time that we really spent a ton of time together. Oh, yeah. And I just remember telling my wife because my wife was kind of there helping out. I was like, man, he's so good with just keeping the morale high. Like, if there was something wrong, you didn't, you know, cry about it. You know, you just counted to one, two, three. All right, like, I'm ready to go. And that actually helped me Mm -hmm. because there was, you know, quite a few moments where I was just – I did not expect the pressure to be so high and like everyone was looking to me as a director. Mm-hmm. I definitely had you and you know, Griffin, Griffin for sure, up for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. And like, that's something that I'm really proud of of myself is like letting other people in that creative space.
0: Because that's the, that's the most successful, right? Like everybody was there for your story, you know, like everybody like latched on to the passion you had behind this story and was excited about it. And so once you got the original about like people excited about your idea, everyone was there to just see that movie succeed. And so like that constant passion, the constant excitement, all that kind of stuff is what I think ultimately ultimately led to its success. I mean, what 400,000 views or something crazy right now?
1: Yeah, so I just checked it earlier today because I thought you might ask. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it's got about 420,000 views Holy on the cow. actual on the actual YouTube video itself.
0: But then there's other people who watched the watched it through. Reaction videos. So
1: you have you have four hundred twenty thousand you know streams on YouTube from my channel, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have a couple big YouTube reaction people who Mm -hmm. have reacted to it, and I think one of them.
0: One of them is a couple million, right? Yeah,
1: he has. He's he's got like two point seven or two point four million subscribers, but the Mm -hmm. actual video itself has like three hundred and sixty something thousand views. Okay. Um. So you add those together, you get somewhere around eight hundred thousand, and that's assuming there's only one viewer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one person watching it per view. You know, like a lot of people watch scary movies. With yeah, together. So yeah. I don't. We've gotten in the front numbers, of some but, Yeah. You know, i'd I'd say at the time that it launched to an entire to it's not even been a year yet. Um, I'm going to assume right after, um, right after. You know. Halloween, will probably mm-hmm. have around a million views total, counting oh, all the different counting platforms. them as well. so, like eyes on. Yeah, oh, well, and it's gonna
0: peak again around Halloween. Yeah, that's for sure. That's without yeah. a doubt. So
1: check it out if you haven't. Olivia short film, William Bethel, I'll, YouTube. I'll, I'll put it in
0: the des- the description notes for sure. That's in what's up e- in the episode notes. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean,
1: like def- definitely, it was such a, it was such a fun time, and you know, Ashton definitely helped me out with that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I and. <clears throat> To, like, kind of, like, sum up a lot of it. Well, first, hold on. First, let's backtrack. You wrote a book. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. He wrote a book, book, guys. Like, I don't think we can just scrub over this. It's not published, but he wrote one. So what's that book about?
1: So the book is called um, Seven Steps to Art Success, and it's not really, like, and you probably won't find it i haven't really like released it anywhere i just printed off like 100 copies or something and i've given most away just because to me it wasn't really about the money yeah (laughs) it wasn't about the money but it was just about the creativity of it i guess and it's not obviously it's not a it's not a novel driven story it's just uh it's just tips and tricks that i've learned along my four years of college i went to college so you don't have to type of deal um It kind of got inspired by my very first day of college. You know, I didn't know what to expect. I was kind of nervous. I walked in, had my best outfit on, and my first class was a three-hour drawing class. And uh, his name was Ernie Viviores, and he's a local famous um, painter. He's amazing. Um, And, like, the first two weeks of his class, he was like, this is what you need to know. Mm -hmm. The bare the bare bones of creating a good picture. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what medium, because it does, it translated over to all mediums. Um, It
0: does. It really did. Like when I read through it, it was spot on to cinematography. Exactly. Yeah, this is the same thing.
1: Um, So, you know, things like composition, you know, the sketch phase, like basically from step one to step seven, like everything you need to know. And that's like reference, um, you know, value, color contrast, value con like just anything you can think of um in just seven quick easy steps and i think there's only i don't know maybe like 20 or 30 pages but mm-hmm. it's like a pretty small book you know it's not like it's mostly just pictures and fully self il-
0: il- illustrated right yeah, yeah
1: yeah and that was um that, w- that was a really fun time i created it as a project so i can't say that i was like super passionate about it to be honest i didn't mm-hmm. really like making it but whenever i had the finished product i was like this is pretty cool you know um, the reason I haven't really like mass produced it is because I was told there was a spelling error. I've never found it. But I've read through the whole book. It. and I've never. My seen mom it. hasn't found it, and she's a she's a grammar Nazi. So I don't really know. Maybe.
0: I say produce it. That's my yeah. Say. I mean because I could.
1: I mean I still have all of the you know I have that PDF. I could just
0: because informa- yeah no because information like that right like in in going back to the original the original episode or whatever is like whenever you get information I like I I, I love I hate when people are almost like hoard information they know not saying you've done that but like I've seen people do it like they're like really good at what they do and like they've just never thought to share it they never th- thought to share anything that they've ever done and, and that's that's kind of the whole purpose for me in, in this in this podcast is like we're all here we're all trying to learn we all come from different like walks of this creative realm so like learning just like the entire idea of the show is, is just education it's just like I'm sitting here learning like what was your creative process how'd you get started where are you now and then so on and so forth with everybody else and so like something like that book is like wow like I I sat down and I sat through all these years of school and it's like but hey like I I can share this just to get you started here's seven steps that you need to get you started because there was something in your life that sparked that interest Mm -hmm. so what if something like the book like the podcast whatever is like wow this is what's going to spark my creative interest or my creative passion
1: yeah exactly and And the book kind of reads, it reads like that. Like you create something or like if you don't know where to start, Mm -hmm. reading that book up front kind of walks you through from start to finish. Like if you don't have these things down, like you're going to create a piece of art. And then at the end of it, you're going to be like, it's missing something. and Mm -hmm. I don't know what this my like the book that I wrote is meant to really kind of, you know, as you go, make sure you you know, you follow these steps and you'll have something technically and Mm. fundamentally correct. Sound. Yeah. You know, uh, if you know the rules, you can break it. Art's very subjective. And I don't really like that about it. You don't like that it's
0: subjective. I love that it's subjective.
1: I think what ruined me was, you know, in college, I had a bunch of artists around me that I did not understand. Like art school is very different than Mm. just a regular college campus. And people would come in, into class and their final project, be something I could do in 10 minutes and me, I spent like, you know, 30 hours on this project and they, we both get good, the jobs. same grade. Yeah. And to me, like, I'm very much so the person that how much you put in is how much you get out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to take any handouts. Like I want to earn what I have and you know, that's just in all aspects of life, but especially art, like mm-hmm. uh, art is very sacred to me. And maybe I'm a little bit of a stickler just cause I had a bad experience with it. But like having to sit through, 3 hour critiques of everyone else's in the class's work mm-hmm. knowing that like i don't know to me that i don't see effort there
0: yeah it's like if you would have just followed these like simple steps we wouldn't even be yeah. sitting here yeah
1: but in the other hand other people didn't really like what i did because it's just not their style or mm-hmm. like you know like they didn't really want to put that much time in because for them they lost passion at that point so yeah. it's again goes back to the passion but i don't know i think i think what's so good about film is there's kind of a standard in my, in my perspective, like you watch a movie and when you leave the movie theater, usually everyone's on the same page. Like mm-hmm. that was all right. That was a great movie or like, uh, that, I can't believe I yeah. just spent $12 to watch that. Yeah, yeah, And you know, that's not the case. And in all, in all of the cases, you know, there are different genres and things, but usually if you shoot for a good film and you follow some of
0: those steps that mm-hmm. were in my book, oh, gosh, yeah. you'll end up with something
1: pretty spectacular.
0: Yeah, like, you, like, some people, I mean, like, particularly, like, let's say, Olivia, right, like, not everybody's gonna like horror films, but, like, anybody who likes films can sit down and say, wow, like, I appreciate that they did this in this moment, or, like, I can appreciate that they did that here, or whatever, or if we were just breaking rules left and right, they're like, oh, wow, like, I really noticed that they did that, that, uh, tastefully, or whatever, and so, wow, I just poked myself in the eye. Wow, that hurt. Um try. Yeah. I'll try not to. This is getting really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh I I don't know where I was going with that. I was going down a rabbit trail that I don't think I I need to go down. So Yeah, I mean, you know, artist subjective. Maybe we kind can of save that
1: for yeah. Maybe we can save that for, you know, uh, the next time I'm on this podcast Yes, so I definitely th- want to come again. But I think I think in general like what I bring to the table as far as a film creator is Like, I want to be able to create something that people want to be a part of. And Hmm. I think I found my tribe. Like, that must be one of the hardest things in the film community is to find people who are like-minded and also want the same thing. Like, for me, it was a godsend that I found you because if it weren't for you, I would have created some bootleg you know, trash film, and then been like, ah, I, I guess I'm just not good at film. You know what I mean? But that's not because I'm bad at film. It's because I didn't have the right people behind me. Mm-hmm. And kind of like your previous podcast that I listened to, like you guys mentioned, everyone is a part of it equally. Like, yeah, there's no one person that's good in the There are titles the next, yeah. and things, but if one person is missing
0: that mm-hmm. day... You're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah no, the whole... film's not being made. Yeah, the whole purpose for me, that for titles, is just to create lanes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm the cinematographer, therefore I'm in this lane. I'm not the audio tech, so I'm not gonna hop in your lane. Yep. But if we're not all driving at the same time, then that big thing that we're pulling is not gonna come. Exactly. But as a whole, we're, the, the titles are just for us to create lanes and for us to get to this final objective, if you will.
1: Exactly, and like, it kinda works like a car, you know? like if you don't have two lug nuts on your car, your car ain't going. You know what I mean? Or like if, you know, if you have a spark plug issue, yeah, it might not be the center. It might
0: not actually be the engine, but like, you know, know, without that, the engine doesn't work. Need it
1: to work. Everybody needs to do their part. And not to say that that's like, oh, you need to bring me batteries. Like, granted, there are those types of people, but it's usually the people who are passionate about organizing and are passionate about Mm -hmm. the film itself, not necessarily like what they can bring to it. So like one thing about our audio tech and our audio and, and, engineer his name is chris
0: cummins and he was like
1: the things that he was passionate about were was very
0: it's like man i'm really glad you're passionate about that because i'm not (laughs) it
1: really tickled me because he was like oh my gosh like listen to this light switch (laughs) cool dude cool light switch man (laughs) and like but that's what he loved to do and he stayed in his lane and he really loved it And Mm -hmm.
0: and killed it too you know like because he loved it because he loved it it turned out really well type thing
1: so, Chris, if you're listening, I hope
0: this is really good sound quality because you mm-hmm. probably love this. All right. Hold on. Let me get a light switch real quick. <laughs> ASMR. You're welcome for that. Yeah. No. Uh, so, just to kind of, like, sum it up, to start wrapping up everything, what are your future plans? What are your, what are your like, future aspirations? One year, two years, three years? Like, what, what, what are you looking to, to be doing here soon?
1: Yeah. So, one thing i'm really passionate about in like my short to long like medium-term goal is definitely make another short film I'm um, it's in the works action's a part of it um i got a good friend of mine david he's an extremely talented writer insane i, honestly, I need I've
0: him on seen, the podcast like I, yesterday
1: yeah so he he would probably love it um plus he's got a pretty cool deep voice so he, might, yeah, he does you might you might like that too mm-hmm. but uh he's just so good at like i have a i have an idea of a story and it's even a a little bit fleshed out and he's like well what if we did this and i'm i'm just blown away every time like i he's he's amazing um so we're we're working on a short film um it's going to be kind of like a psychological thriller we don't know what it's going to be called but it's essentially just a story of a mentally ill person um coming to terms with the fact that he's mentally ill or is he you'll just have to watch and see stay Um, tuned to find out yeah stay stay tuned so Hopefully getting it filmed by after winter. Maybe there's a lot of pre-planning which we got to meet about later. But mm-hmm. I can talk to you about that later. So that's kind of like my next short film. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I actually run a YouTube channel. It's it's like an outdoors, hunting, fishing, and anything outdoors. YouTube Creek channel. Kings outdoors, Creek outdoors Kings baby. Kings outdoors, yes baby. sir. Get you some. So link
0: in uh, the. What what is it called? Uh, show notes that's what this that's. link in
1: the show notes uh to my youtube channel but uh it's my cousin and me he knows nothing about film but he's learning um and he's actually kind of falling in love with it too but
0: it's extremely entertaining yeah your, your guys's youtube channel is extremely entertaining yeah,
1: so we we try to post like once a week but you know we're not really making any money or anything right now it's more just for fun so every once in a while you know it, it might be every two weeks but Um, it's, it's super fun and it's also something I'm passionate about, but it's all like, we have like 24 episodes Mm -hmm. and they're all like maybe 10 to 15 minutes long.
0: So it's definitely, they're really easy to watch. I'm definitely
1: editing a lot for sure. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Like some of the editing I see you guys doing, I'm like, shoot bro, this is not easy. Like some of the stuff you're doing, I'm like, that's some complicated stuff. Yeah. Like you traced the arrow in like your most recent episode. I was like, mm. That's I know how complicated that is.
1: Yeah, and like,
0: it's really fun to like,
1: you know, keep my chops up because, even though we, I mean, when we edited
0: Olivia, that was
1: well over four or five months of editing. Oh gosh, yeah. Like every night for hours. It would have been
0: less, but somebody dropped the hard drive. I
1: I dropped the hard drive whenever we had the first draft of the movie done, and luckily I somehow backed up all of the film. Yeah. I
0: somewhere like somehow for some reason you backed it up on your computer right i i don't remember i backed it
1: up on my newly built pc because i was like i don't know i just want to keep sketchy. this because there was a ton of work that went into filming that and then like it all just died but long story short you know editing every day and then just not editing for like a year until you do your next one mm-hmm. like, you forget stuff so yeah. i'm definitely keeping my chops up i'm definitely familiar with premiere pro um So, yeah, that's going to be my long to short term goal is to create another short film and also just keep editing with my YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely just keep continuously writing stories like right now. I mean, we don't have to get into this right now, but, you know, you're even a part of this, but we haven't really had a meeting with it recently, but Mm -hmm. we're trying to write a full, you know, TV channel. So it literally went from I don't even know that I like filming. Mm-hmm. To, to filming we're, a short film we're so deep into this like yeah filming a short film to then the very next one being like all right let's oh. freaking try to sell this
0: youtube yeah like or we were so confident in TV channel talking to producers and yeah, like yeah. yeah
1: so i mean we're we're in it
0: we're in it for sure Waist deep waist deep yeah i'd say we're past knee deep at this point yeah. yeah yeah we're swimming We we could tread we're treading water no, the, yeah, like, the the TV show, I mean, that's going to be exciting. I mean, you can go look at the, I, I guess you could say proof of concept. Yeah. I don't know what you want to, yeah, proof of concept.
1: A very light, I mean, we did this proof of concept, like, we literally whipped this out a month. Yeah, like, from, from the, start to finish. From start type to finish, type, type B, yeah. writing, you know, filming, editing, releasing, casting. All
0: within, like, a month, maybe a month and a half.
1: Props, like, we literally just scrounged our resources because we actually were going to enter it in a contest, and we did. Um, we didn't win, by the way. Yeah, we didn't we, win. We lost. You win some and you lose some, right? Yeah, we lost the first <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, like, I watched that the other day. I'm like, why does this only have 1,000 views? So go check out yeah, that. Go freaking watch go it. Go blow it up if you can. No. Also it, like, in it. the
0: show notes. You know what? Just the channels are in the show notes. Creek Kings and World Changers. The, yeah. Both of those are in the show notes. Just sure. go. And also a cool thing. Go get the, some eye candy, if you will.
1: Yeah, a cool thing with my... YouTube channel, the one that has all of the short films on them, mm. you can kind of see my progression with my editing. I have like maybe ten videos on there, mm. and you know you can just kind of watch how I grow in that, which is pretty cool. But the next one that I'm releasing, you know, as long as Ashton's behind the camera, it's 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 going to be a sight to see for sure.
0: He really hypes me up. I'm not that good, but he just hypes me oh, up. It makes up. me f- makes me feel good. I don't know a better director of photography. I don't know any other. I director don't know anymore. <laughs> so you're the best and the worst that you know. Uh, yep. I think that's going to be it for the episode uh we learned a lot we learned about we learned a lot zach you brought a lot to the table i learned a lot
1: about myself man
0: it was good it was really deep
1: thanks for asking me deep emotional questions
0: no i'm glad you glad you were on uh definitely going to have you back on just to continue this conversation we're already 43 minutes into it so we definitely and we definitely have some more to talk about so make sure you stay tuned make sure that you follow the progression of the upcoming stories And again, Zach, thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. And uh, make sure you tune in next week when I figure out how to ride a shark off of the Grand Canyon.